0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Maroon and Bold, the, the sports podcast that talks everything CMU athletics. I'm here, sports editor Andrew Serma, joined, as always, by my CMU football beat writer, Austin Deneen. Um, CMU football takes on Ohio Tuesday night. We're starting Maction. It's a, it's a great establishment, Maction football. Um, they play Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Ohio is good.
1: Ohio is good. Seven and three. One of their losses was to Tennessee, which at the time was a top ten team, and they were in that game the whole time. Yes, so Ohio were. can play some football.
0: They are five and one in the mid-American conference, the old Bobcats, and they are on a three game winning streak. They are playing good football right now. Um Austin,
1: your preseason prediction is was that CMU was gonna win this game.
0: And how are you feeling about it now? Not too confident. <laughs> okay, okay. Now I'm I'm I am a sports, so I found out. And I predicted earlier in the the year that Ohio would beat CMU. I'm going to stand by that for this week. But let's not count the Chippewas out. They are due, in my opinion.
1: They are due. Cooper Rush is due to have a very good football game because it's been a while since he's had a very good football game. And the Bobcats are the ninth best passing defense in the MAC, which is not very good. So if there was ever a time Cooper Rush was going to have a Cooper Rush game, this would be it. (laughs) You know,
0: the last Cooper Rush game that was a Cooper Rush game that I remember, I think it was Ball State. I think that was the last time it was like, okay, this, this, this there's the uh, the projected draft pick that, that we we've, we've been talking about all, all season long, all preseason, and we expected to see the last two games, past couple of games. I don't know if it's if it's I, I don't think that it's Cooper Rush. I don't think it's his fault. Yeah, I I think he's. I think the running game due to injury and the offensive line due to injury which already wasn't that great to begin the season is is very depleted at this point in time and they just can't produce for them
1: it's tough it's tough to throw the ball anywhere when you have to throw it within half a second of receiving it i mean it makes it tough on them however <laughs> yeah. quarterbacks in the nfl deal with these problems if you want to be an nfl quarterback you got to learn how to throw under pressure
0: yeah yeah now um ohio scoring offense is only six in the mid-american conference it's not it's not stupendous, I suppose. I mean...
1: They're just very solid in everything. They're not really terrible at anything, but they're not elite at anything other than stopping the run, which was... CMU practically does to themselves most weeks by not running <laughs> the football. Yeah. So that's something that's going to play into Ohio's favor, but they're just very solid, and as Coach Bond would say, they're sound in everything they do.
0: They are sound. They are they're a good football team. Um, again, that game starts at, at 7 p.m. in Kelly Short Stadium. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to talk about it? I, I am. This football season has gone wild. I'm not super confident we're going to make a bowl game this season. Well, that's that, that's what we need to talk about right now. Is is how confident one through 10, 10 being the best. What's your confidence level that CMU becomes bowl eligible in these
1: last two games? After watching the last two games, probably about a four. Wow. I don't. I thought Miami was their game to win. I thought Kent State was their game to win. I don't know that they can beat. Ohio or a very solid Eastern team this season yeah. the way they've been playing now
0: Eastern has been interesting and that's the they have to go down to to the factory they have to go down to the factory and um they gotta play another matching Tuesday night game down in Ypsilanti that will be very strongly contested by the Eagles they are also bowl eligible but they're having one of the best years they've had in years CMU has beaten up that team uh, in years past
1: I I don't know it, it I, I wanna s I want them to win. I would like to see yeah. CMU be bowl eligible. I think it's good for the program going forward. Yeah. Just the way they've been playing. It's hard to hey, envision hey, it. Hey,
0: we are not against the CMU football team. I'm gonna Absolutely throw that out not. right now. I'm not against that team. Um I'm not for them as a as a newsman, but it helps us out when they do well because that's what people love to see.
1: It's much better to talk to Coach after he wins a game than after he loses. Well I you can, know,
0: he coach was very gracious after um a loss to, to Miami. That Boys. was you could you could see it in in coach. You could see it in Tony Anise, um, senior safety Tony Anise. That they're hurting. You know, I wrote a column about a week ago that was pretty critical of the team. Um, and I, I I could follow up with one just just as as, as the same that yes this the season has become unhinged. The season has is unwinding right now. But this these players these seniors. Deeply, at least it appears. What I've observed, they deeply cares about this. About this, this is their everything. So to see Tony and niece fighting back tears when I asked him the question following the Miami game, what happens if you guys don't become bowl eligible? What does that mean to you? And see him just be, you know, at a loss for words, you know. It's, it's it says sad. a lot. It yeah, says a it lot. It says a
1: lot. I don't think it's ever been a, an issue of them caring. I no. just they just haven't been able to put together good football after the Western game. Really is where the season came unhinged. Yeah, they weren't yeah. supposed to be three and one heading into that, yeah. but they were.
0: That, that, that a good note is what expectations, realistic expectations were at the start of this this year. CMU was not picked to win the minimum. They're at they're they're at exactly where everyone expected them to be.
1: However. You beat Oklahoma State. You play well against Virginia in the second half. You, you should have had a better season after starting off 3-1. and one. That already puts you a game or two ahead of projected finishes. You only need three more wins after that. <laughs> and they've struggled to get the two they've gotten.
0: I know. So, I, I, I don't know. Um, like I said, we, we, are, we are students. We'd like to see that, that, that program and all of our programs do well. Um, but I just, my confidence level in the team is is, is low right now.
1: Um, Same. Same. Not much hope for me moving forward.
0: I I, I think in the locker room, confidence level. You know, even on the on the outside, they might say yes. You know, we we know that. You know, we're good. We can go play with anybody. But I, I think deep down that they, they know it
1: has to be you've lost 5 football games like what to, to
0: bat, they lost fo- the past two losses are bad losses i agree you lost games that you should not have you started the season winning games and almost winning the virginia game games that you shouldn't even have been competing in they, nope. they 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 should have lost to western that was expected western's one of the best teams in the country right now
1: they are indeed um
0: especially a, a group of 5 school one of the best teams in, in the country um, that's expected, but to lose to a two and six Kent State team, then to come back and lose, and I know it's on the road, but it's not like there was a home a home crowd to, to affect anything. Very sparsely D- down, attended the game. Down in game. O- Oxford, you know, they lost bad bad game. They lost bad losses.
1: I want to know where the team that went down to Oklahoma State and played is. I know they there's been some injuries, but they still have a majority of their players on the field. That
0: team had such a swagger to them, and you know maybe Oklahoma State wasn't ready. Okay, we we can talk about that. That that always plays into it. I'm just telling you that,
1: that team is not the team that I see yeah, every week. I no. don't know.
0: I don't know what changed. Um, I like to find out, but I, I don't. And I don't. I just don't know. I, it's, it's. I think. <laughs> I think it's what a lot of people are are doing at this point. They're kind of scratching their heads and saying.
1: I just ah, I don't know. Ah. I don't know. They wasn't ready.
0: What's your take on Mac, Shin football? These these Tuesday Friday night extravaganzas that just warrant such great national attention. What's your thought on it?
1: I understand the money side with the TV deals, but good God, do I hate Mac Shin. The empty there is nothing uglier than an empty stadium. And you're gonna—that's how you want to nationalize your brand—is to an empty right. stadium on a Tuesday night. It's already hard to get teens to come, or get kids to come to Matt games. You want to make it worse by doing it on a Tuesday night, right?
0: Well, you know, Friday night games that are, are very similar. And then you got to compete with high school you're football. Compete with high school football. No one's going to go out to a... parents
1: want to see their kids play, not right. the CMU football team that might
0: not even win. How does it work with recruiting? And I, I know high school football is to an extent winding down at this point in in, in you know the season. They're season—they're in playoff ball, so a lot of teams are done. So. But recruiting, if you got a Friday night game and and you know CMU's playing a fr-
1: what if he recruits in the playoffs still? Ah, then you can't make their visit. Then what do you do? I don't know.
0: The thing that's that's about MAC is it's it's, it's the literal trade off, and it it really shows what the conference prioritizes. You have a trade off in butts in seats versus butts on couches viewing the game at home, and they say okay. We already know that there's not going to be a lot of people who go to these games, anyways. Even if it was on a Saturday, it's cold, so we'd rather have take that trade off and say, "Okay, let's get a national, let's build our national brand, Mac Football." You know, I, I turned on the TV last night, and there's there's a football game going on. Um, I sat and watched it mindlessly. I didn't care. I was, it was a Bowling Green game, I'm pretty sure. That's
1: what everybody does. That's how they you know, get their mindless dollars.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, we just, I just sat and watched it. Um, I guess it, w- it was interesting, I, you know.
1: I don't know how yeah. this Maction thing things going to work now that the Big Ten's moving to some Friday well, night games. So where that too? What what happens? Are we going to have Thursday night football on the MAC? I don't, what, I don't know. What's their step? If because people are going to want want to watch a tor- a terrible Michigan State game before they watch Central and Western play. Like, I it's like I said, they prioritize. It shows where the, where their
0: priority is, and, and we're, we're, they they follow the money. It, where, where where do they get the money? And the which, turn. you know. We talk about culture, building culture on on your college campus, and we always say it's very tough for a mid-American conference, these group of five schools, to keep their culture. Um, you know, t- students tailgating, alumni returning. Um, does MAC football promote building on-campus culture and a student environment that that leaves a lasting memory on on a student? Hey, when I was 20 years old, I, rem- I remember tailgating with my buddies. Um, go, going to watch the game and watching the team win. I love, I loved watching the, you know, the team. D- are we creating that experience? Because think, think about it. 20 years from now...
1: Are, you know, are we going to be telling stories about how we saw Cooper Rush play football at Kelly Shorts on Saturdays? I don't know. I now, think it was like that in the 80s. Exactly. I, and I hear stories from
0: guys back in the 80s who are just dumbfounded by the turnout at, at Seaman football games. And I, I know... Things have changed. Why, the ability to watch games have changed. Um, that's
1: what's killed the uh, MAC attendance. Now you've got things to do in Mount Pleasant. You can go watch the Michigan yeah. game if they're playing at the same time. And I think that's what's really killing your attendance. Because if they had literally nothing else to do but go to this football game, that's, Kelly Schwartz would have 20000 plus every that's week. That's
0: literally what, what it was back then. It's, it's, that was that was the thing to do, was go to the football, go to the basketball game. And, you know, the games would be fiddled. Um, so are we putting a, an emphasis on trying to keep building that culture or have we abandoned it and said okay that'll never what what was will never be again so let's let's promote mac football and let's you know ah.
1: i think that's the max entire any group of five stands i don't even think it's a cmu problem i think it's the entire conference they're more interested in making their dollars than making them through winning you yeah. have, if CMU were to go or Western this year, go to New York Six Bowl, and then they go next year, you bet that Waldo Stadium is going to start being filled every single game. You know how you get people in seats? You win. You win. You win. It's this place was packed when Central played you Western. Win.
0: Yeah. You win football games. That's all I got for football today. Um, I, like I said, I'm kind of at the point in the season where I'm just. Ah, I
1: don't just, know what to say anymore. I just don't know. Um, what happened?
0: What I would like to see. What I would like to see. And I'll, I'll I'll leave this up to you as well. Once I'm once I'm done, um, I want to see this team fight till the absolute end, and in the post game, win or lose, I want to see I want to see grit. I don't I don't want to want to see that this uh this this these kind of holding back tears. This I want to see grit, and I want to see. Almost anger. I, you know, I want to see Bonamago freak out on on somebody on the sideline. I want to see him. You know,
1: show some emotion other than
0: sadness. And, you know, and, and he's he he does. He he's he has showed emotion, but I just want to. See, I want to see Cooper Rush getting get and once he gets sacked for the fifth time in the game, getting his, get, get his offensive lineman's shit,
1: man. He's he's always backing them up, but you've been sacked more times this yeah, year I've been there. like than the entire last season. And
0: maybe that goes on in practice, and maybe maybe that is the, the place to where. That that's the appropriate time to to do those kind of things is you know to lash out with that much of aggression. But I don't know. I Show don't know. some fight in your step, man. I, I like to see some fight.
1: Um,
0: what do you want to see?
1: I want to see some win some games. Finish seven <laughs> yeah. and five. I, I, they need to make a bowl game you, know. in the MAC. That bowl game means everything. I you're to not see, winning a national title out of the MAC. You need to win bowl games.
0: Yeah. I want to see them. if they if they win if they win out. And they win that bowl game. It's, it's this. The this season is a success. Absolutely, the season is a success. Any
1: bowl win, even if it's the Honolulu yes. Insurance Bowl, big
0: time. That's that'll be the first bowl win that CMU has won in since Dan Lefevre, I think a handful of years. I want to say since '09. Yep. I believe or maybe 08. Um Yeah, I, you know that would be a a great way to salvage the season with the high. There has been low. There have been great highs this season. Trenches of lows. Terrible lows. But they could, like, and I said this in my column last week. This is the time where Bonamago leaves his legacy. If he wins these next two games, and uh, frankly, beating Ohio would be a big time upset. It is conference. an upset. And it would shake the East up, I'm pretty sure, substantially. That
1: would put Miami tied for first, I believe. Yeah. So uh, it, it would be a pretty substantial
0: upset. Um. You know, that would be a great way for him to start building that legacy and, and kind of making repairs on whatever damage was done by this little skid that they, they've gone on. Because they've gone on a little bit of a skid. Winning solves all the problems. Just win, baby. Um, men's basketball, I hear that's a thing now.
1: They are starting tonight. I it's becoming a thing.
0: Men's basketball is a thing once again in Mount Pleasant. The team takes on IU Kokomo at 7 p.m. in McGurk Arena. My God, thank God. I missed basketball season. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, I talked to Braylon Rayson earlier last week. And Braylon said it. We're not the biggest team. They are not. And they're not. I think they go about 6'9 tops. Maybe 6'10". But skinny 6'10". Yeah. Um, but they got speed. And they have a great backcourt. They have a great backcourt. Marcus Keene transferred in. He sat out last year. He's playing. He dropped 32 against Slippery Rock in their, pregame scrim- or their preseason scrimmage. Um, and Braylon Rayson obviously returning with tons and tons of experience. Le-
1: leading scorer last year.
0: You know, and I, I want to say that having Fowler out kind of opens things up a little bit. I think Fowler and Rayson...
1: The, their styles didn't mesh.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think they complimented each other as well as Marcus Keene and and Rayson complemented each other. I, th- I think they were a little bit... You know, they just... There's two very big talents on the court that play a very... You know, a very certain brand of basketball.
1: They play the way Keno Davis wants to play. He wants to play fast. He wants yeah. to shoot threes. He wants to score points. And,
0: well, if you're looking at, at the, the full court press, there's no one better than Marcus Keenan and Braylon Racing to do it. Those little guys, guys, those guys to get right in your chest. Oh, they get up in, in your stuff, man. They get right up in your grits and, you know, they, they, they wreak havoc. Um, they're bigs. Luke Meyer looks like he put on a little bit of muscle. he lo- he looks good looking good. i'm I'm Some excited experience to, now yeah yeah, I'm excited to see how he progresses. Duron Scott, I'm excited to see how Duron Scott pro- has progressed. Yeah. Um, you know, you you can't coach the ability to jump up eleven feet in the air and slam a basketball down with with defenders covering you. you cannot but you can teach graceful post moves. And
1: if he, if he matures, stays out of foul trouble, develops a little, nice little hook shot, he could be quite the player. Can and he, they get Blake Hibbett's back, which is huge. Yes,
0: Blake Hibbets I saw him in practice. He was just, looks like he was shooting free throws from the three-point line. He was just pure. Um, he has the the knee brace on. He's coming off, I want to say, a meniscus tear. Um, it must have been a pretty bad tear because he's been out for a whole entire year. He ended his baseball career. He was a dual-sport
1: athlete. Um, yeah, he, he looked good. They, they shoot threes. They're gonna score a lot of points. Three I don't know if it's gonna be wins, but they're gonna score a lot of points. I think
0: they're gonna be fun
1: They're gonna be fun to watch. Very
0: fun team to watch. I'm very excited to to go to the game tonight. Again, that is at seven PM McGurk Arena. Be there, be square. Women's basketball. Now they're good.
1: They are good. They can play some hoops.
0: They have a pretty tough opponent themselves tonight on the national stage they are playing the top ranked team in the country the Notre Dame fighting Irish my god Austin what is your take uh,
1: it's going to be tough to pull out <laughs> a win in Notre Dame however i was here when Notre Dame came here to play when miss skylar diggins was on the team and i skylar believe they diggins. were number 3 or 4 team in the country yeah. at that point seem you didn't lose by that many they were do, in do, the game do we the whole have crystal time. then crystal bradford was on the team okay yeah skylar diggins whew. she could play she can play she can sure play that she, she was pretty she, sure she was WNBA MVP last year, yeah. so she can play,
0: and she's beautiful. So um, we can add that
1: onto that that
0: note. Um, but yeah, I mean, Presley Hudson, Raina Frost, Cassandra Breen, um, Tanara Moore.
1: They got they got most they got of their em. team back.
0: They got them. They they have they have the pieces. I want to say MAC championship or bust.
1: I don't see any I, anything but a MAC championship and an NCAA appearance is a failed season.
0: Yeah, I think it's MAC championship or or, or bust. Um, they have they have the experience and they have as Sue Guevara put it, our experience is experienced.
1: Yes. Our experience good. is experienced. Cassie Breen's a good gonna be a good leader for this team. And they have a chip on their shoulder. They blew it last year. Came out of nowhere. They and got, then they blew it.
0: They got robbed. I, I won't say I won't use the words they blew it. Should have won. <sighs> they got Buffalo Buffalo played them tough each game, each time they played. I want to say CMU beat them all. They beat them twice. It's hard to beat a tw- team
1: three times it in is. the season. It is. not that they choked away the game, but they three, they should have won the, the MAC title. They were the best team. Four
0: seconds left. Three point four seconds left. Well, you know, and then they kind of folded in uh, in the WNIT too. Um, I want to say they played Indiana IUPU. IUPY. I- 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 IUPY. I don't know. It's a crazy acronym. Um, Indiana Purdue University. Of University of George U- Hill's alma mater. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but anyways. They, full, you know, they got beat pretty handedly down there once, once they went down there. Um, I just, I'm just i excited for them just as much as I'm excited for the men's They got things to prove, too. They're ready. Sue is a great head coach, and she's an even better person to talk to. She's always a good conversation. Um, yeah, I'm excited for them. But anything else you'd like to add, Austin? Fire up chips. Fire up chips. Um, fire up CM Life. You can follow us on on uh, CM Life Sports' Twitter account. It is literally at CM Life Sports, uh, our main account at CM Life. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat even. we got a Snapchat. Um, I don't know what else we have. We have a lot of social media. But for Maroon and Bold, I'm Andrew Serma. That's Austin Deneen Have a good one, Chippewas.